EPL show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is a place you want to bet to get in on all of the soccer action, be it La Liga, EPL, Champions League or Serie A. Use the promo code SGP to receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets. That's promo code SGP to play, win and get paid at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Monkey Knife Fight. Monkey Knife Fight is the fastest growing daily fantasy site on the planet. And if you use the promo code SGP, you get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's monkeyknifefight.com, promo code SGP. And finally, we're also brought to you by the NBA Frauds Contest on the NBA Odds Pod. We're giving away $1,000 if you're able to identify the frauds for the second half of the NBA season. Go to sgpn.io slash NBA frauds. That's sgpn.io slash NBA frauds. Hey guys, you're listening to the EPL show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Follow me on Twitter at LockBetting and check out my website, LockBetting.com. Don't forget, over on sportsgamblingpodcast.com, there was an article last week which covered a mixture of European and EPL fixtures and gave you a mid season team of the season for Serie A this week we'll be doing the mid-season team of the season for La Liga even though we do have a quite clear game of the week this week as Chelsea play Manchester United we are going to continue on with that format we are going to mix European predictions with selected fixtures along with EPL fixtures and then make a La Liga team of the season. We did promise it last week, and we're going to continue with that over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Here, we have seven EPL games to cover, but I am going to throw in just one or two European fixtures, just some of the key games this weekend, mainly staying in La Liga, but it's not going to come at the expense of a European show. There will still be a European show this week. That'll be back. That'll be available on lockbetting.com. I'm just padding this show out slightly because we have less EPL fixtures than we had um, than we should have usually because we only have six. Um, obviously, the fixture list will be showing seven because the Manchester City game has been flexed to the Wednesday because of the postponement last week because of the storm. However, I'm not going to be recovering that because I already spoke about it last week and my opinions on it haven't really changed. So you have six EPL games here and uh, I'll be chucking in three European games, but I still will be doing a European show this week. We start Friday with Wolves versus Leicester, where Wolves are the six to four favourites to win this game. It's nine to four to draw. It's nine to five on Leicester. I think Leicester are literally only four or five wins away from securing a place in the top four, possibly even the top three. I think the others have a lot of work to do in order to secure fourth place. Even Chelsea, who seem to be dropping a lot of points and seem to almost be inviting the likes of Wolves, Manchester United and Tottenham to catch up with them. And even Sheffield United, I guess. Um, there's been a lot of talk about that 
off the back of that win with teams being inactive last week Sheffield United were able to push themselves right up the table and leapfrog some of the more higher profile teams I don't believe that they have a chance of qualifying for the Champions League but then I've been wrong about this team throughout the season they were my locks to go down this season and they are nowhere near relegation so it's a very difficult team for me to to uh to speak about but um yeah I, I do think that it's going to be down to this Wolves team Manchester United if Bruno Fernandes can settle on if uh, Rashford can get back in time to uh, make some sort of impact and return to the form that he was in before he got injured and of course uh, Chelsea who hold the position at the moment I don't think Sheffield United are going to get into it I don't think Arsenal are going to get into it and I don't think that Everton are going to be able to get into it either these are all teams that have been spoken about in um various Premier League preview shows and talk shows this week but for me Manchester United and Tottenham still have the players to mount a charge and this Wolves team seem to be the most consistent throughout the season and uh, they did add some personnel in the window I think this is the type of game they need to win though um Wolves are in better form than Leicester. Leicester have been quite inconsistent since the Christmas period where talk of them winning the league kind of subsided and it didn't necessarily come off the 4-0 defeat against Liverpool. It really came off the... Um, the one-all draw, I think, at home to Norwich. I think that was a real disappointing result where they didn't keep momentum going. It was a week where Liverpool didn't play and Liverpool came back from the World Club Championships in an even stronger position and basically have just won the league completely over over the last four or five weeks. So um, for uh, this game, I think for me, this looks like the type of game where both teams will be able to find the score sheet. I think despite the fact that Leicester at one point were challenging for the league. I do feel that almost almost in a more relaxed position at the moment because there is no way for them to fall out of the top four. And this this kind of needless expectation to front some kind of title challenge that, that hung around them at December time has kind of gone. Um, they would be disappointed, I think, the main disappointment this season would have not been to make the um, the cup final because they were in a very good position to make the Carabao Cup final and to be eliminated by Aston Villa at the semi-final stage. A local rival as well would have been quite disappointing. So they, they have had elements of disappointment this season, but that obviously comes from, from raising the bar. And now we reach a point, I think, where Leicester are priced up appropriately, whereas four or five weeks ago, they would have been the favourites coming into this game. But I think Wolves are the correct favourite. Doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to take them. I think the most reliable bet here is for both teams to find the back of the net and um, especially at the price you're getting here where it's available at four to five. I think that's a definite winner here um, coming off the winter break where um, these two teams open up the Premier League weekend on Friday. Moving on to Saturday where Southampton are the favourites at home to Burnley at four to five. Burnley 10 to three and five to two to draw. And it's quite a... Um, an easy game on paper because if you look at a form of Southampton, they're a team that have moved onwards and upwards and are way out of the relegation conversation at the moment. And I think the same could be said for Burnley. These are um, these 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 are in, in no way teams that are any any longer in the relegation conversation. So it should build for quite a free and open game uh, as opposed to if there were six points available here. And when I say six points, obviously. 
I've said this term before, it's a terminology. Uh, there's never six points available in any kind of Premier League game, but what it means is basically you get three points and, you're, and your rivals don't get three points. So in your, when you're in a relegation scrap or, or in the top of the table scrap or in any kind of match against people in and around you, it's referred to as a, as a six-pointer. This isn't, though. Even though these two teams are on exactly the same points tally, uh, joined by Newcastle and Arsenal on 31, this isn't clarified as a six-pointer because if Burnley were to do damage to Southampton or Southampton would do damage to Burnley, it would be minimal. It would be just a case of one team goes into the top half or one team goes into the bottom half. So this doesn't qualify as a six-pointer. This doesn't even qualify as a game that has any relevancy at all. These teams can't go down. These teams are not in the Europa League hunt. These teams are certainly not in the Champions League hunt. The game doesn't really matter. So it'll probably lend itself to being quite a free and open game. And um, in this situation, I would divert to the home team, which is Southampton in this situation. And that would take Southampton onto 34 points and above Arsenal temporarily. And maybe then these, these silly chatter would begin about them, maybe possibly mounting some kind of um, late Champions League or Europa League hunt. It's not going to happen, guys. I think at the moment, as I said, it really is down to Chelsea to improve. Otherwise, they're going to lose their position to either Manchester United or Tottenham who could make a run or, or even Wolves because I think Wolves have much more ability and I understand that Everton are currently sitting in that position at the moment but they have a game more and obviously Sheffield United as well but I, I don't think that these that it's sustainable for those plus Everton have a very difficult run of games coming along um, I think it's the second hardest running coming up I think the most difficult running is Bournemouth which bodes really badly for them because they're right down the bottom of the table but um, yeah I, I think it is going to come down to the usual suspects and uh, possibly Wolverhampton Wanderers there and, and this particular game really has no meaning but uh, let's take Southampton anyway up next, we've got Norwich versus Liverpool, where Norwich are the 8-1 to underdogs to win this game. It's 4-1 to the draw, and it's 2-7 on Liverpool. This is not the place where Liverpool lose their unbeaten record, despite the fact Norwich have already beaten uh, Manchester City on their patch this season. And that was almost a result which turned the tide for Norwich, but strangely in a negative way it's almost seemed like that was the pinnacle of their season. And if you look at their points tally before that, and in terms of um, when, um, and in terms of the way they started the season and how many points they had and, and how they looked, a lot of people may have thought that they would have been capable of stay, staying up. But if you look at their points tally since that game, it's been absolutely horrific. And um, they are absolutely nailed on to go down. I believe they're already probably making preparations for next season and a season in the championship and trying to get back into this league as quick as possible. And possibly when they do get back here, if they do, they will invest more heavily because the investment was poor. They had massive problems at the back and didn't invest in that and continue to play a brand of football which which worked in a championship but when you don't have the personnel to compete in a Premier League you've got to go down and they've learned nothing from the mistakes that Fulham made last season and that's why Norwich City are going down and I think in this game they will be further exposed um, they already conceded four goals to Liverpool in the opening day of the season and I think we could see more of the same here um, I'm confident about Liverpool winning this with another clean sheet but um, I'm more confident about Liverpool winning this by more than one goal. The handicap here is available at four to five. And I think there is value in that because there's there's no way for me that Liverpool don't find 
the net two or three times in this game. Three times actually uh, is a great bet. Liverpool to score three plus goals in this game is available at six to five. And as I said, I don't see how they don't. How do Liverpool not score three goals against the worst defence in the Premier League, which is Norwich, um, a team that are already pretty much nailed on to be relegated this season. For me, this is a no-brainer, especially Liverpool off a break. Uh, a break that the Premier League almost stopped for them because they made them play a FA Cup replay. But what Liverpool did is they put their youth team out and still managed to go through. So everything is coming up successful for Liverpool at the moment. And um, I think this is another win for them at the weekend. Before we move on to Sunday, let me take a second to talk about mybookie.ag. Mybookie.ag has it all, everything we're talking about here, be it the EPL fixtures, European fixtures, be it NBA, even the XFL, you can get it all over at mybookie.ag. You can pull your bets together for a bigger payout. So if you like a couple of picks from this EPL show, you can put them together with something from the XFL this weekend if you're if you're crazy and you like to bet the XFL. And obviously, parlays mean that you win bigger. My bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. And if you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get a free $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code SGP to activate the offer. Once again, that's the promo code SGP to get your extra cash from my bookie. Bet, win, and get paid with mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Now, if you've ever thought about starting your own sports book but don't know how, Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with all inclusive professional betting site with up to the minute wages graded immediately. Uh, the top notch customer support is available 24 7. They offer the sharpest lines in the industry and they offer a, an amazing live betting and mobile experience if you get started today ace is offering up to six weeks for free all you need to do is go to aceperhead.com slash sgp that's aceperhead.com slash sgp moving on to sunday and we start with a very important game between aston villa and tottenham this is important at the top and bottom of the table if tottenham are to get into the top four they're going to need to win games like this and they are the favorites to do so at 17 to 20 it's three to one on Aston Villa, and it's eleven to four the draw. Now, I do think that Aston Villa are going to stay up this season. I have said that before. I do believe that the likes of Brighton and Bournemouth are, are worse than them. I believe Brighton aren't good enough, and they could get sucked in. And uh, Bournemouth have a horrendous running where I don't see them picking up many points. So I do believe that the last relegation spot will be contested between West Ham, Aston Villa, and uh, Brighton. However, in this situation, this is the first real outright situation where Jose Mourinho has been able to go away and coach his team properly. This is the first real break he's had. Now, I know at first it was game after game. It was three or four days and we looked at a situation where I had a whole week to prepare and that really didn't seem enough to sort out this defence. Jose Mourinho off two weeks preparation for a game. I do feel like he may come here and win this game. I do think that we'll see a tighter ship for Tottenham. I do feel that we'll see them find a way to counter on the break and make more use of the attacking options in terms of the pace that Moore and Son will break with. And um, 
obviously previously in those situations you had um, Ericsson there for you quarterbacking and uh, I don't think that they've quite found the replacement yet we still the, the jury's still out on, on Lo Celso and whether he can provide that for them but I think in this instance and we're looking at this game against Aston Villa I would reluctantly take Tottenham here. I think if there's any situation where Mourinho does grind out a, a positive result, I think it would be here against uh, Aston Villa. Obviously, I'm talking a road result here because Tottenham have been poor away from home. At home, they haven't been too bad. I wouldn't say their record is particularly poor. But away from home, if there's any spot that I would take Tottenham again away this season, it would just be this one and, and that would be it. But again, in no way, shape or form, uh, is this going to be my lock this week? I just feel that it's a good spot to take Mourinho in historically. Up next, we look at the game between Arsenal and Newcastle, where Arsenal are the one to two favourites. It's seven to two to draw, and it's six to one on Newcastle. Previously, you'd always take Arsenal here. They always used to beat bottom half teams at home. Um, I'm just not too sure at the moment. This is a real difficult game for me to, to go with. I, I think what we'll see here is a very definitive tactic of which Newcastle have, have deployed against top sides this season, which is sit back, try and score the goal and sit back again, but don't do nothing in, in the whole game while it's level. We'll only come out and play if we go behind. So the fact that you're getting under two and a half goals, which is cashed, by the way, in every single Mikel Arteta game that didn't involve Arsenal playing Chelsea. And they've played Chelsea twice under Mikel Arteta and both games have gone over, producing seven goals in those two games. Every other game, though, has gone under. So the fact that you're getting under here at 11 to 10 is incredible value because at the end of the day, this game is going to have that exact type of format where it's going to be Arsenal trying to break down Newcastle and Newcastle with men behind the ball trying to score a goal from a set piece or on a break. And uh, that's exactly the type of game it's going to be. And um, that game doesn't lend itself to an overplay for me. So this one, I think, is definitely going under. And uh, not definitely going under, but I think at that price, you definitely take something on it because the, st the stats say that Arsenal and Newcastle is definitely an under game. And I think if this was happening at Newcastle, you would definitely be getting odds on at that. So I don't see why it would be any different at plus money where Newcastle are going to be, uh, at Arsenal, where Newcastle are going to be even less inclined to come out and play. So that's the play here for me. So the game of the week is next on Monday night, eight o'clock, Chelsea versus Manchester United, where I think a Chelsea win will end Man United's Champions League hopes because if they extend the gap that they already have over Manchester United, it's going to be too vast for them to catch up no matter how poor Chelsea continue to play because eight points with 12 games to go, they're not going to catch that. They're not going to make that up. Chelsea has 17 to 20 favourites to actually do that. It's 13 to five the draw and it's six to five on Man U. Um, these are two teams that that aren't really focused on their defensive side of things. And maybe Man United should be because um, the attacking prowess isn't there. Last time out, they played a nil-nil draw against Wolves. Uh, in this instance, I think both teams do find a net. Um, I'm not too sure who wins this game because Man United have actually got a relatively decent record against Chelsea recently um, and have a relatively decent record against top sides. But I think that both teams to score, although chalky, 
And although the minus 150 favorite price here on the yes or no on the both teams to score market, I think you definitely take it because I don't see anything else other than both teams scoring in this game here. And uh, that's really all I'm willing to commit to. I said on the last show that we were going to look at some futures markets here um, for the Skybet markets for the finish it higher than markets. Um, I've not forgotten that I said that. It's just that when I looked at them, they were not particularly appealing to me. Um, I did pick out a couple where which did involve plays against Sheffield United. And again, people will be skeptical about that because they'll be wondering why I've not learned from my previous mistakes. But I just feel that this team have already made a lot of people look silly. I think if they continue on with this and somehow make the Champions League, then teams would outright look ridiculous. But if you're looking at the personnel in this team and looking at the personnel and the teams that they're against, there is a lot of value in taking the other teams to finish above them. I'll give you an example of, of two that I've just picked out here. Wolves to finish higher than Sheffield United this season is available at four to five. That means that these that the bookies basically think it's a coin toss now between Wolves and Sheffield United. Arsenal to finish higher than Sheffield United is six to four. If you look, if you told me that at the start of the season, I would have thought that you were absolutely crazy. That at any point in the season, you would get Arsenal as a six to four underdog to finish above Sheffield United. Now, looking at the gap between these two teams, Sheffield United are seven points above, sorry, eight points above Arsenal, but Arsenal played a game less and you would have to assume that Arsenal should beat Newcastle this weekend. So they would close that gap down to five with 12 games to go. You're getting Arsenal to make up five points on Sheffield United in a 12-game period at six to four price. Now, I understand that Arsenal haven't been prolific this season, far from it, but I do think there is some value in that. Um, I also like a couple here involving Bournemouth. West Ham to finish higher than Bournemouth at four to six. Uh, as I said, Bournemouth's running is pretty poor this season, so that would be one that I think represents value. I think you can find yourself the same bet with a couple of other teams against Bournemouth. So you can pair off Aston Villa against Bournemouth there in that situation as well. Um, there's a couple of bets that I like here against Brighton as well, because I think Brighton are a team that could possibly get sucked down in there later on in the season. So you can get Aston Villa at 5-2 to two to finish above Brighton. You can get West Ham at 2-1 to one to finish above Brighton. You can get Watford to finish above Brighton also at 2-1. to one. So these are good value bets here as well in terms of teams finishing above Brighton, who are a team I think that will really struggle this season. And again, moving back to the, the Bournemouth well, and looking at teams to finish above Bournemouth. By the way, I'm not committing to any of these plays. They are not plays. If they are plays, they will show up on my, my website. West Ham, 8-11 to 11 to finish above Bournemouth. Uh, Watford, 8-13 to 13 to finish above Bournemouth. And Aston Villa and Bournemouth, 10-11, 10-11 each. Again, I think there's value in all of those. Terrible running for Bournemouth. Um, and I do think that they'll end up going down despite the mini-revival that, revival that they've had this season. The only thing that remains to be seen is whether they'll somehow maybe be inspired by the, by the difficult running that they've had, uh, that they have, because sometimes teams can rise to the occasion. 
looking at the relegation odds, Norwich are down 1-16. Villa at evens, Bournemouth at evens cannot be separated. So I do think the bookies feel that these two teams could go down. West Ham, worryingly for them, are joined up next. They're at 5-4. Don't expect them to get anything this week from, from the Man City game. It's 13 to eight Watford, and it's a massive 4-1 to one on Brighton. And um, an even massive... Um, a massive at eight to one on on Crystal Palace. Now Newcastle is seven to one. They are considered to be more likely than Palace, but Palace's form at the moment is so awful and um, a quarter unit on them to go down at eight to one would definitely be worth an investment because Crystal Palace are the team apart from Norwich are in the poorest form in the league at the moment and are certainly worth a look at that price because they have been sliding down the table consistently. They're down to 14th at the moment. They're only six points above West Ham and they've played a game more. So I'm not understanding how um, the bookies are seeing that at eight to one because they could easily get sucked down there if they don't get a decent run of form going. They obviously only need to win um, three more games out of the last 13 or sorry out of the last 12 now uh, to get out of this situation which sounds easy on paper but if you look at the last 12 they haven't won three of those so it could easily happen for them and uh, they obviously represent some value there at the moment before I look at those last few European fixtures and give you a lock, let me take a second here to talk about a brand new sponsor here on the SGP, and that is Monkey Knife Fight. They are a daily fantasy games website. So if you like that kind of thing, if you think about it all the time, if you're the type of person that your friends come to for advice, then you're going to love playing at monkeyknifefight.com. It's the fastest growing daily fantasy site on the planet. Why? Because it's pure awesomeness. At monkeyknifefight.com, you're playing against the house. There's no sharks, no confusing interface, and no advanced degree needed for an engineer in school to have a snowball's chance and hell of winning. Nope. Lots of people win all the time on monkeyknifefight.com they've got some awesome basketball hockey and golf action too so go to monkeyknifefight.com now and sign up new users sign up with a promo code SGP will receive $100 match bonus up to $100 use the promo code SGP at monkeyknifefight.com let me also take a second out here to talk about our NBA frauds contest where we're giving away $1,000. Find the fraudulent NBA teams. Pick two teams from each group that will perform the worst in the second half of the season. All you need to do to get involved is head over to sgpn.io slash NBA frauds. That's sgpn.io slash NBA frauds. Now, Let's take a look at these European games. I said I'd pick out three for you. The rest of them will be going on the European show. So I'll start early. I'll go to the Friday game where Valencia are playing Atletico Madrid. It looks like a must-win situation for Valencia here because they want to finish in this top four. But at the moment, the positions are, are occupied, actually, by surprising teams. It isn't just the usual suspects that you'd expect to find in there at the moment. It is Barcelona and Real Madrid, of course, they're challenging for the league. But Atletico are down in fourth place. Hatafe are currently sitting in third place with 42 points. Atletico on 39, Sevilla on 39, Real Sociedad on 37, and Valencia on are down in 37. Five points behind Hatafe here and a loss here to Atletico Madrid will really damage their hopes. Although Hatafe this weekend are playing against Barcelona away from home at three o'clock on Saturday. 
For me, it's difficult here to pick a winner. Certainly don't want to take Atletico as an away favourite with their form this season. The best bet to take here is the under under 2.5 goals we've hit it regularly and at the start of the season although it was a common uh, a common theme in Atletico's season last season it was even more common this season and the thing is the line prices were a lot better because you weren't necessarily having to back them at uh, 1 to 2 or, or prices of that nature because with the signing of Jao Felix and a couple of other attacking options that they added as well Costa Morata etc I think the bookies expected this Atletico team to play a little bit differently this season but as we get to this point and as we hit this game between Valencia and Atletico Madrid we have seen that there's been so many under hits that we have moved back into that region with the under here being at four to seven doesn't mean you don't play it doesn't mean it's not a certainty for me Atletico Madrid are cautious even at the best of times even at home games against poor teams they're overly cautious in this situation where we're coming up a team that could easily beat them the caution will be at its highest and um, we're not going to see too many goals here this one is decided if anyone wins this, it'll be decided by a goal. Um, it could easily have the potential here to be a nil-nil, at best a one-all draw. So there is value in the draw as well. It's a very difficult game to pick a winner. But for me, this is a underplay. And Atletico have been an underplay all season and it has cashed a lot of money for my clients. I will look at the other game that I mentioned because it does involve the team sitting in second and third. It's a must-win situation for Barcelona. Every game is at a moment this, at, at this time of the season when they're challenging Real Madrid for the league. I have tipped Real Madrid to win this league because of Barcelona's away form, but their home form is good. And I think Getafe will get a touch of reality here. I think that in the end... These third and fourth positions will end up being occupied by Atletico and Sevilla. Now, this is a bold shout when you look at the table at the moment, but I just think Atafe are massively overperforming, and I think they'll get a taste of reality this weekend when they go away to Barcelona, and uh, Barcelona will win this game at home. And I think you're getting decent value here, getting Barcelona at 8-15 to, to, to win this game, considering their home form this season, a, a ground where... They've only dropped points in La Liga against uh, Real Madrid and then they dropped points in the Champions League when they couldn't break down uh, quite a poor Prague team. That was a disappointing result. Other than that, it's just been win after win after win. So the new camp really isn't the place where, where Barcelona are having their problems. It is their away form and it's their away form uh, where I think that they're going to end up losing the league this season. Um, the other game I'm going to look at, it's a big key game over in Italy. It's Lazio versus Inter, where Lazio, the 11 to 8 favourites, they're a surprise contender for the league this season. We saw in my team of the season that I did for Serie A last week, we saw some Lazio players making that. That's largely due to the fact that they are the surprise contenders for the league this season. They are one point behind Inter Milan and Juventus, who occupy the top two positions. Juve obviously dropped points last week allowing Inter to go top and then we saw the other side of Inter in midweek where they ended up losing to Napoli which was a very disappointing result in the cup but I think the league is a priority and the league is the place where they've only lost once this season so for them to avoid a defeat here does represent some decent value uh, I think Lazio despite the fact that they are the informed team favourites in Italy I'm not sure that I personally see them as an 11-8 to favourite here to beat this Inter Milan team who are very, very focused in the league. And, of course, as I've already mentioned before, um, Conte has decided to buy some players so that the people, uh, so his personnel doesn't get leggy here. It's a big mistake that Conte's often made, but this season he hasn't done that. So I do like Inter here to avoid a defeat. I also like... Um, 
there to be goals in this game. So both teams to score could provide a decent shout for you, um, possibly combining the two because everything I've just said there is going to be at odds on prices. Both teams to score and odds on price at four to seven. Uh, Inter Milan on the double chance, obviously um, odds on as well. That's... Uh, Let's have a look. Also, four to seven. So, four to seven, four to seven. Possibly chalky, but again, as I said, don't avoid chalk when it makes so much sense. Uh, that It doesn't make sense just to see a chalky price and then fish around for something else, which is inevitably going to lose you money. It's not really how gambling should work. If it's chalky, it's fine to be chalky sometimes because if chalk makes complete sense, why stay away from it? It doesn't make any sense to do that. That makes less sense. So that's the the three games I'm going to look at here. Two from La Liga, one from Serie A. The rest of the stuff will obviously be back on the European show this week. And as I said, sportsgamblingpodcast.com, where my weekly article is, I'm going to be breaking down the... Um, the team of the season, the mid, the mid, te- the mid point team of the season for Serie A. That's going to be there instead of game of the week coverage. Although there will be predictions, scoreline predictions for these EPL games have covered, plus a selection of European games, not just these three, but a few more. And of course, the European show returns this week to lockbet.com. The lock for this week. Um, I'm going to stay with the European theme. Whilst we've integrated some European fixtures onto the EPL show over the last two weeks, why not just take a European lock as well? Uh, worked out nicely last week, although Inter Milan were 2-0 down at halftime. I'm not sure whether I count that lock as an EPL show lock or a European show lock. Maybe I'll just take it on both um, if because it won, so I could probably add it to nicely to both tallies. So the, the EPL record, in fact, would then be 25-13, and 13, which replicates the exact record that we had of our first season on the EPL show when we started to track the locks. The season actually finished 25 and 30 and it shows how many more locks that we're doing with the addition of the FA Cup and the international shows and the occasional double lock as we're sitting here in mid-February and we've already had 38 locks this season and are replicating the record of the first season at 25 and 13. The lock this week will be Barcelona. As I said, we're going to go over European lock. This is a great situation for Barcelona because you're getting a generous price at 8 to 15 for a team that have only failed to win twice at home this season they're unbeaten at home this is not the place where they're going to lose the league and I think Hatafe's overachievements will be exposed here I don't think they're going to have a they're going to secure themselves a Champions League spot this season they have had a phenomenal season don't get me wrong massive massive overachievement but for them to go to Barcelona and get anything this weekend I don't see it I think this is a great opportunity to take Barcelona at a great price I think the league table here has skewed the pricing of the bookies. Um, there's no injury problems here, obviously, other than Luis Suarez, who's been away for some time, but Barcelona are able to come that absent that absence. Actually got a great win last weekend, the way to real bets. I think any time Barcelona a win away from home, it is considered a great win. So I'm almost not expecting it. It's almost an also fade for me. Obviously, they're not in real Mallorca category, a team that we uh, consistently bet on every, bet against every single week. And as you saw last week, even though they were playing the bottom team in the league, Espanol, they still delivered for us. That trend has delivered for my clients every single weekend that it's happened. Real Mallorca away from home. And Barcelona, not necessarily to lose, but to to not win or taking the opposite team on a plus one, seems to be always cashing. And it's almost always plus money because Barcelona, despite the fact that they have this terrible away form, always start as an odds-on favourite. So hopefully that continues to win. And it doesn't necessarily mean that we are going to continue to back it because we are heavily invested in a big futures play on 
on Real Madrid, which was given out to you guys on the mid-season report here where we did the mid-season European futures. And um, that was an official play over for LockBetting.com clients. Seven units, actually, um, given just before Barcelona had their mini collapse, which was that poor result against Valencia. I don't think this new manager has turned around anything, and I'm still confident that Real will end up as the champions. That's it from me. Next week, we resort back to the usual format. There's a ton of stuff coming up next week. So much content next week. Um, we have the Champions League preview for the last 16, where we'll be looking at the futures markets. Then we have a separate Champions League podcast where we'll be looking at the fixtures for Tuesday and Wednesday's games. Then we'll have a fight show, a massive fight show, where we'll be looking at Tyson Fury versus Dante Wilder 2. Plus, we will revert back to the usual format of the Premier League with 10 games next weekend. So next week, I'll be putting out four podcasts between Monday and Thursday. Heavy, heavy load of content. I'm speaking to Jeff Cohen, actually, who will be likely to return to the show. He was the guy that was on the ex-professional boxer and boxing betting expert who was on for the Joshua Ruiz podcast. Great guy, great better and uh, very, very high success rate. We, me and Jeff have been cashing a ton of money on boxing for years. So he'll be back on the show. Big, big fight show with Wilder versus Fury next week. So four shows from me. I look forward to doing those. I hope you guys are going to be there listening to them. That's it from me. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening. Soldier has arrived on Disney Plus. The world is upside down. We can't lose this fight, Bucky. If we do this, we're going to do it our own way. Experience the six-episode event. Work partners, co-workers, not necessarily the team. No. We look damn good. Marvel Studios: The Falcon and the Winter Soldier now streaming only on Disney Plus. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.